are listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation now on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 55, uh, Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro, and Sophia Lemon. And today we're going to talk about tools we love. Uh, you can find the show notes for this episode on doubleexposure.show slash episode slash 55. And join our community on Face Group in the Double Exposure Show group. <laughs> want to see you there. What did I say? You said Face Group. Face Group? It makes yes. sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I, I, I heard it roll off my, uh, roll off my tongue, I guess, whatever you want to call it. I, I feel, I feel slow today. Um, <laughs> I feel like a tool you all love. And, uh, <laughs> That's and I just, I just want with it. Yeah. What? <laughs> call myself a tool? <laughs> that everyone loves. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not everyone. So how are you, Sophia? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Um, slow, I guess. Oh. <laughs> it's a Friday. I have a photo shoot at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then at six thirty, <clears throat> and then tomorrow a wedding in Stratford, and I feel very unprepared for all of them. Uh oh. So, um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not prepared. Just how I feel. Yeah. Um. So yeah. How about? Uh, how about you for this weekend? Anything going on? Yeah, so I have a wedding tomorrow, and that will be my last wedding of the season. And this afternoon, well, this afternoon, in literally less than an hour, like in 55 minutes, which is funny, <laughs> episode 55. So in 55 minutes, I have a client coming to pick up a boudoir book, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I'm at the studio, so if you hear background noise this is i hear trains and (laughs) (laughs) this is an experiment we're seeing how this goes because yeah there's background noise here for sure there's a lot of traffic um but the internet here is like 70 billion times faster than at my house so we'll see how this Hmm. goes and i know that none of you care about background noise so it'll be fine Uh, but yeah so i have been totally kicking butt the last um, couple weeks, getting a lot of work done, and I've been like trying really hard to set up new automations and stuff. Just get as much stuff automated as possible, so I don't have to deal with something unless I actually have to deal with something. So unless I have to speak to a client or I have to show up at a location, I basically don't want to uh, to deal with. Mm-hmm. emails mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm setting up a whole bunch of automations um, to deal with incoming inquiries and everything. So yeah, doing those and testing them out and uh, seeing how that goes. Um, tomorrow is my last wedding of the season. And I haven't really taken any naps in the last two weeks. So I'm tired. And I'm going to go on a mini vacation next week. Yay. Nice. And do we get to know where you're going? Uh, I'm going to go to Huntsville, which is in Muskoka. Um, Love Huntsville. Probably, <laughs> some I'm there. probably actually going to end up doing some work. 
but might go um, hiking at Algonquin and like go to Starbucks and <laughs> love it. Hang out. Get away to go to Starbucks. Yeah. Yep. Which, well, I do that every week. I go to Starbucks in Collingwood. <laughs> um, so cool. you sent me like 20,000 invoices yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, just to clear, there's actually five outstanding. Five. One's being taken care of. <laughs> yep. Yeah. One is being taken care of. Yep. And the the four recent ones are, are still. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was all grumpy because I'm like, all right, I have to spend money. <laughs> and then I open it up. Well, one of the invoices, and I was downloading the invoices for my files, and. Uh, I noticed that you you use Wave for invoicing, mm-hmm. which everyone already knows. But I noticed that Wave now integrates with like all of the major banks. So rather mm-hmm. than um, paying you by credit card, which I wasn't going to do anyway, I could just make a bank transfer, which I'm going to do anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool that your clients can make a bank transfer to you like super easy. Yeah. Well, and the benefit of that is um, the fee, unlike the credit card, which is so uh, two and a half or more percent, it's between two and a half and three percent. I forget what exactly what it yep. is. The uh, bank transfer is actually just one percent. Yeah. So that means ten dollars for every thousand uh, is a fee for doing this service. But um, I mean, if it lets you get paid faster, then so be it. Yep. You know, um, because we do business so often, uh, you you just have my bank account in your bank, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you just you just basically transfer money from bank account to bank account, yeah. which which I mean, in the end, is even better. But you can't expect to do that with clients. No. You can't be like, okay, okay, so here's my bank account. Yeah, you know, here's so. my account number. <laughs> Set it up because most people don't know how to do that. Most people don't know how to do that, and I mean. The most tech savvy uh, people who are, you know, friends and colleagues of mine who don't do business and don't need to send money all like all the time, um, they they still use uh, um, like email interact money transfer, which is totally fine if it's free. Yeah, but but uh, And some people have free e-transfers. And yeah, like I do. My, well, here's the thing. My personal bank account, I believe, has free e-transfers, but my business bank account does not. So I have to transfer money from my business account to my personal account in order to send an e-transfer probably to someone who is like I'm sending an e-transfer to for business, which is really frustrating. So, And if you're in Canada and you are, you know, listening to our podcast because you're about to open up a bank account because you're about to start a business rather, so you're going to need a business account. Um, I'll tell you right now that from my experience, uh, RBC is probably the best way to go with small mm-hmm. business. Um, I've tried a, a competitor in the past before RBC, and I, I've been with RBC on a personal level for 25 years. Uh, but out of sheer convenience, because they were right across <laughs> the street where I was, uh, I tried TD, and it was nothing but yeah. nightmares. Um, like it was, it was so ridiculous. I could tell you some stories, but I'm, I know we're. We're trying to keep this yeah. under an hour. So um, I just made the, the move to RBC. And I mean, it was the same price, but this level of service yeah. is in parallel. I've always um, had pretty good so. service with RBC. But I'm just like, I 
I always set up like bank accounts in my account for like people I need to send money to regularly. So for example, mm-hmm. to pay the studio rent, I have the bank account right in there. Guess what? Like it's hard to set up um, a bank account payee <laughs> in RBC. Like I've done it a few times and every time I do it, I, I get an error back saying, you put the information in wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you just... It always comes down to yes. the name, um, <laughs> you know, which, which is fine. I mean, it's it's the most secure, and you're not sending money to somebody else yeah, by accident. For sure. but, what a pain in the um, butt! Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. What uh, I was kind of lost my train of thought a little bit about RBC, but I just wanted to add: um, we're not getting paid by RBC to say this. No. Um, like we yeah. just both use and it. I was the same so, thing. So I've had a bank account with Scotia Bank like way back mm-hmm. in the day when I was a little kid. And then I ended up just going with RBC again for convenience because that's where my parents banked. And mm-hmm. I mean, in Owen Sound, there's like <laughs> five banks and they're all right next door to each other kind of thing. So yeah, there, there isn't really a more convenient way to go. But yeah, they've always been really good for me. And I've noticed that, you know, when I go into my online account, Basically, anything I have tried to do, I've been able to do online, and I haven't even had to talk to anyone, except for, you know, deposit, Mm -hmm. like, a whole bunch of cash, but, yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, Wave Apps. And as a, like, client, too, like, I would much rather spend money directly from my bank account than from my credit card. There are people who want the points, yeah. you know, they're all about points, yeah, points, points. So points. I just went and got a cash back <clears throat> credit card and I have a points credit card, but it's like, you can only redeem it for these things. And guess what? None of those things ship to a rural address. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of a waste, rural. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, another thing about bank accounts is I've, I've meet so many young business people and middle-aged business people, whatever, it doesn't matter what age you are, but people who are just starting out who are like, no, I don't have a business account. Well, why don't, why don't you? Oh, six bucks a month. I don't know. I just like, hold on a second. You're, you're telling me that $72 annually is a big deal for you. Um, you may want to reconsider (laughs) going in business if you're not planning to make money. So um, best thing you can do is separate your finances, your business from personal. It will be literally the yeah. best thing you can do. And, um, you know, I actually, over the last three months, I've spoken to three different people about wave, um, each one in a, actually four different people, uh, each one in a different uh, area of business. Uh, one of them was a carpenter is a carpenter. Two of them are in the audio video installation uh, side of things. One of them is a graphic designer. Out of the four people, only one started using it and he loves it. The carpenter person, he, his, he no. just never even looked at it. His whole thing about it was, oh, I'm going to have to yeah. have to set, yeah. set it up and it takes a long time. But when I asked him what he does to do his quoting mm-hmm. and his invoicing, he uses like <laughs> <Yeah>. Microsoft Excel. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? So <laughs> you're going to sit there for hours trying yeah. to plug all this in. You could take half of that time to set up your, your wave and 
I told him, just bring bring an iPhone or an iPad to the job site and you can quote yep. on the spot, you know, rather than making a list, going home and then putting it all in the computer. Like you, you can you can get and your life back. But about all of that is like those are people who don't want to go through and do that or people who are not tech savvy and they're like, it's just too much work. And it. But that's but, it's exactly that's for. what I was going to say, like it's for the people who are not tech savvy and don't want to put a lot of work into it. I mean, yeah. yes, there is labor to it for sure, but not that much. <laughs> and the um, No, and especially if you're sitting down for every customer and you're opening Excel and and the problem with Excel is that none of that stuff yeah. is really tracking. I mean, you can do different sheets and link them, but if you're able to do that, you're already too smart yeah, for for sure. Wave. And, um <laughs> so yeah, I can't tell you like how many people have contacted me and then been like, "Hey, we're booking with you," um, and part of it is because your system is like so good, <laughs> like you have mm-hmm. you seem to have everything together. Like, and all I'm doing is like emailing back mm-hmm. and forth and sending them like um, a link to their quote where they can sign their contract online. But like, speaking of systems, so we've talked about Tave before, and it's like my next pick. I don't actually want to say a whole lot about Tabe because I feel like I've talked it to death. Um, but it does a lot of what Wave does with invoicing and everything, but it's also a customer CRM. Um, and it does automations mm-hmm. and it does <laughs> um, email templates and scheduling and <laughs> um, invoicing and everything. Um and that's what I've been putting all of these automations into um, the last two weeks. So like when people email me um, from my website, their details go right into Tave and then Tave will email them five minutes later saying, hey, congratulations on your engagement. Um, click here to book a consultation along with some other mm-hmm. information. Like I, my automations are becoming quite uh, robust if I do say so myself. But anyway... Um, nice. yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about Tave. Um, but there is another tool that we haven't talked about yet that I've been using that I want to talk about. So I said that I send them a link to book a consultation because I require that I talk to every client before they book with me. So I either meet with them face to face, talk to them over the phone or preferably over Skype if they're at a distance. And so I was emailing people back and saying, when's the best time for you to meet? Um, that is pretty ineffective <laughs> because then those people have to go and look at their schedule. They have to compare schedules with each other to see when they're free. And then they email me back like one time and I'm probably busy at that time. So you go back and forth and it's just too much work and people don't end up doing it. So I was talking to my friends, Carolyn and Ralph from... Um, carbon-based mm-hmm. business units and they told me to get a scheduling service so I ended up going with acuity scheduling um, and what it does is it syncs all of your calendars you put in the times that you are prepared to meet people so Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday mm-hmm. Friday I'm willing to meet people between these hours and then it blocks off the hours that are taken by stuff that's already in your calendar And then from the remaining time that's available, people can just click and put their information in and they automatically get booked into your schedule for that time. It 
updates your calendar. calendar. Oh right? my God. I love it. I have booked so many more consultations just from sending that damn link to people. And this is another thing <laughs> where people are like, your system is really good. Like I've literally gotten copy and paste emails saying we're like booking photographers for our wedding, blah, blah, blah. I send them copy and paste email back saying, click here to book a consultation. They click there and book a consultation. I don't have to go back and forth over email with them. I can, it, it, I, I just get the original email, <clears throat> they schedule a consultation and then I meet with them. It's, uh, are you, are you on the emerging entrepreneur or the growing I'm business? I'm on whichever one is like Which? one or two users or something like that. And like one location yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, the emerging entrepreneurs. So there is actually the next step up uh, is uh, an extra mm -hmm. nine or $10 a month. And it also yes, includes so, text messaging. Yeah. Now, yes. these are so I try followers. to save money as much as possible. But and I have inquired with Tave about doing text messaging. So, um, set it up so I can automatically text people be like, Hey, your session is tomorrow. Um, like remember to show up kind of thing or whatever. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm also trying to set more boundaries with my clients and leads. And as much as I like to text, I don't always want to get back to people like immediately. And if I have clients texting me all the time, asking questions like, Hey, I have a life. So I don't, I don't want to see that there's 70 billion text messages yep. in my phone from people and I need to respond to. So and I have, I'm starting to pull back on the texting and I'm starting to like not give my phone number out and instead just communicate by email. Everyone has an email so your clients can live with it. Um, the texting is cool. Uh, but well, and the yes. text message so doesn't come from the you. texting it comes um, from is like, you know, with your salon or whatever, and they text you a reminder for your appointment. That's yes. cool. I'm just not going to spend an, another $10 a month for text messaging. Yeah. I was curious if you did, because I was, I personally was like, well, I wouldn't spend yeah. the money just because the text message that comes in, is like yes, from an overseas member half the anything, time. So, so I just not that personalized, no. but for a bigger company, like for like a spa that has multiple um, people working there, to it totally makes sense. And it's just like, here's a reminder of your appointment, yep. please confirm. I don't need people to confirm. I just, you know, need them to show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Do you have any tools? Do you have any tools? I have more. Yeah, let's continue your, yours. Want to roll? Because you kind of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. Um, <laughs> I have two more that I want to share. One of them is sticky albums, which I have also talked about before. Um, and it's basically like client galleries, but it's a, an app. So you make an app with like 20 to 40 photos for your clients and hey, they have their own custom app. <laughs> so they can share the app with their family and friends. It promotes you, it has your logo on it, it has your contact information on it, but it has their photos in it. So frankly, people don't care that your logo and contact information is in it. They care that their photos are in it. Um, so they share it with their family and friends and then those people can contact you or not, but uh, they continually get reminded of your company, you know, they develop brand recognition, all of that fun stuff. What do you think of that? Never tried. I, 
I don't know. I really don't know um, what to think about it. I use it as um. an instead of for digital files. So no, I don't give you high resolution digital files. I know you're going to use them on Facebook and everything. Instead, I'm going to give you a smartphone app. So um, you don't have to fumble mm -hmm. around with a USB drive. You just open the app on your phone. Like, I want to tell you that I, 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 for some reason, I want to say that I actually told you about sticky uh, albums. I don't think you did, but I think you but knew about it. Like a, a while back? When I mentioned it. Yeah. Because um, a while back I, I tried it. Like, it. I'm talking yeah. about a long time ago. Like, I don't even remember when they started, but I think right when they started. And um, it was okay, but I mean, I was maybe in their infancy, I was just like, meh. They have yeah. areas to so grow they do, and I never want They are a lot better. Even since I started working with them, they have like a lot more templates and stuff like that, which is cool. They're not inexpensive, uh -huh. but if you're using it right, you can use it as a marketing tool. So not just giving your clients photos for their phone, but you can actually use it to bring in people's email addresses and make people contact you and stuff like that, which I find it's really useful. Um, and also, okay. So here's my question for you, just to backtrack a little bit. Does Tave not have this no, so, feature built in, that, like, like Acuity, um, for example? It might, but I'm not prepared to figure out how to do that. It's not like a default okay. option. Like you'd have to set up a questionnaire kind of thing, and it'd be a little bit more work. Acuity is just easier. <laughs> I, I love Tave. I think it's amazing. But I find it's it's built from like an engineer's yeah. perspective. It's it's kind of difficult to set up. I mean, once you set it up, um, mm -hmm. you can you can get going very easily. And but what I wanted to say is, don't let that be like a deterrent for you, because oh, yeah. there's a really big community been, on Facebook. Have you and been seeing see me ask post a stuff question. in there lately? <laughs> How do I time, do yeah. this? All the time. <laughs> Well, and it's it's funny because, like, when I see you post, the first thing I ever thought was like, "Well, Sophia is smart enough to figure this out." And then I saw other people constantly post, and I realized the people who are constantly posting are the ones yeah. who are discovering Tave yes. a little bit more in depth and discovering the tools that it has. And again, what what's the cost I of it? Like I'm not I'm even spending, sure. Thirty dollars yeah, a month or something. Thirty dollars a month. Yeah. Yes. That is so inexpensive in the grand scheme of things. Even if you save two hours yeah. per well, like month I said, I was by having topic, I was paying that so for much. two services at one point um, to do what Tave was doing, and I switched to Tave because Tave does a heck of a lot more. If they add like a native scheduling option that's like Acuity, I will probably drop Acuity um, because it's it is cool, but it's I don't. Um, need it if the service I'm using already can handle it. Like Acuity does a right. lot more than I need it to basically is what I'm saying. Um, so, and I could set it up yes, in Tave, but I would have to like um, set it up sort of in a custom way. And is, I just, it wouldn't yeah, work for me <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> Tave take yeah. So, well, maybe I'll <laughs> do a feature request oh. when we're done this in Tave. <laughs> Do you, want, do, you want me to, do you want me to give my last one? Right, continue. Okay, so my last one for now sure. um, is uh, Swift Galleries, um, which 
a while ago, I was using my iPad to show my clients like to do proofs. So I would show my clients what their photos would look like on their wall. So I take a picture of the wall and then I can show them the right size of picture to go on that wall. Um, kind of a pain in the butt mm -hmm. to do on the iPad, let me tell you. So Swift Galleries, I think, I think it's the same company that did the version on the iPad. I'm not positive about that. But so I oh. found Swift Galleries and now I'm doing it using Swift Galleries. And again, it's a service that does a heck of a lot more than I need it to. Like you can do all of your proofing on Swift Galleries. So you put all of the photos in there, you can put all of your products and then you can like show them the photos on the wall and then do like an invoice in Swift Galleries. I don't wanna do that because I hate, absolutely hate having to update my prices across multiple platforms. So, so I just um, put mm -hmm. in different sizes and like a generic product and then I can show people like, you're gonna need like this size of photo for that wall because a five by seven is gonna look like a teeny tiny little thingy. <sighs> <laughs> I know exactly. <clears throat> so yeah. that was your last one. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about other tools that not, I may not necessarily be using, but when I was using, okay. I actually absolutely loved and I wondered why I ever stopped. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was Squarespace. Um, so, I mean, I know that Squarespace mm -hmm. is more like, okay, it's just a website, whatever. But for people who want to do their own uh, online mm -hmm. presence management, if you will, um, I think Squarespace is a great tool. As much as I really love WordPress, and I really do love WordPress, I think it's more powerful. I think it's a better system. I think the plugins are awesome. I think you can do a lot more, and yes. you use WordPress, For very specific reasons. Correct. And uh, to be honest, um, for anyone who doesn't do right. any kind of web development, I would probably recommend Squarespace over WordPress. That's that's where I'm going with it, yeah. So today, if I had to start a photography business, a website from scratch, I would go Squarespace. It's one one fee for hosting and uh, mm -hmm. the website port, um, template, and it's all simple drag and drop. And I from mean, what I understand, really their hosting easier. and customer service is amazing. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I have not been able to find uh, a better way for my customers to order mm -hmm. um, canvases from me. Um, so uh, I still use Dropbox. And uh, it, it kind of is and kind of isn't. It's sort of a request. It's, it's because I love Dropbox. I love the fact that you can put a file into a file folder on your desktop and it appears on my side and you can make a comment and I can get notifications mm -hmm. that I absolutely love it for that. But at the same time, I'm kind of uh, pleading for somebody to so, tell me if, if there's an alternative, not an alternative to Dropbox, so but a better I way to order things. I think that the standard alternative would be Rose, which I'm sure you've used GTA. Yeah, yeah GTA uses Rose and pretty much every other um, photography product ordering platform uses rose and um this is not a tool mm -hmm. for you guys to use by the way we're just gonna have a little chat about rose it is not perfect by any means like it's a useful system i'm sure it costs 
quite a bit of money for each company to subscribe to it, but <clears throat> it's just not user-friendly. Like, honestly, for you, for yours and my relationship, Dropbox is probably better, but it's it's obvious, like, having used multiple labs that use yeah. rows, like, it's clear to me that they, like, have to go in and customize it to do what they want it to do. Yeah. I think it's the only... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think it's the only thing available. So... I'm thinking about designing my own in WordPress. Well, you could, I um, bet, this is funny, you know I, I mean? bet Just you could do like, it in Squarespace. <laughs> I bet you could do it in Squarespace. <laughs> so maybe I'll look at Squarespace. So, I mean, but uh, Dropbox is amazing. I mean, just just with my real estate clients. Um, after I finish a photo shoot, mm -hmm. I just put files into their folder and that's it. We're done, you know. But to further expand on Dropbox, uh, the better favorite for uh, image delivery for me is Shootproof. Did you did you mention it? Okay. Yeah, we. Um, I didn't, and I thought about it, and we can talk about it for a minute. We can talk about it for a whole minute. So, okay. Tell me your favorite. What do you want to say about? Oh, okay. I just love that I, it works and it's pretty. Yeah. So I use Shootproof exclusively, mm -hmm. and Shootproof went down a few days ago for like a day. And these things happen, like services have to do maintenance on their products, otherwise they would go out of date like crazy fast, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not sure that they were doing maintenance or if there was some sort of issue, but anyway, they went down. And I was like, well, that's annoying. And then I got on with my day. Um, but I went on Facebook and I'm also on the Shootproof um, yep community on Facebook and they also have a good community on Facebook and someone is in there just ranting about shoot proof and how it's down and how they're switching to pixie set because this never happens to pixie set, which it probably happens to pixie set. Um, probably all the time. Yeah. Who knows? Things go down, but all of the comments in there were saying stuff like it's unreliable. I'm trying to upload a wedding and it's, I'm like just at the deadline and I'm getting angry emails from my clients because they don't have their galleries. And so here's what I'm going to say about that. That is not Shootproof's problem. If your clients are, you know, giving you grief. No kidding. That's, that's not Shootproof's fault. I'm going to say something harsh. It's your fault. <laughs> it might not be your fault. You might have just clients from hell, but, you know, that's something you have to deal with and Shootproof's not going to solve that problem for you. Um, so I think I tried Pixie set for a short period of time and I prefer the interface in Shootproof myself. Mm -hmm. So like I did the trial of Pixie set and I was like, eh, and then I don't even think I tried the trial in Shootproof and I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but they're the same thing at the end of the day, as long as it works for you, who cares? Uh, I, yeah. I, I find it really funny when people flip out about things like that, you know, shit happens, but I guarantee you that the person who is doing all the bitching, uh, doesn't even have their own, uh, safety measures in place in case their system goes down. And if their mm -hmm. clients are relying on them for photos, I guarantee you that I guarantee you hundred percent positive that they have nothing in place because yep. it's this closed mindedness and the af afraid to spend money mentality that you know, just doesn't, doesn't move forward. But yep. if you don't want to be like shoot proof, because I kind of set this up on purpose. Um, if you don't want your stuff to be lost, you should really make sure you have something in place. Um, I use crash plan and I love it. 
Okay, so you clearly have a business account on CrashPlan. Maybe. Or because I just I got CrashPlan and I just got an email. I had a personal account and they say we're discontinuing our personal accounts. I'm like, come on, I haven't even had it for a year. So now it's telling me to upgrade to a business account or to Carbonite, neither of which I'm probably going to no, do because they're both more expensive. Yeah. Um, they're both more expensive. And to be honest with you, the online backup from my house takes for freaking ever. Oh, I think it took me two months to catch up. Like it takes you two months. How long <laughs> do you think it takes me? But I'm talking about the fact that my computers, my all my external hard drives... Like uh, like eight of my external hard drives are all backed up. How long have I had CrashPlan now? Like six months. And my photos, just my photos mm -hmm. folder on my computer. So not my previous years, just this year is not yet backed up. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing though <laughs> is once it is, um, it's amazing because I had. Oh yeah, I believe I, I deleted something and it was just one photo that I needed. So I went on to CrashPlan and I had deleted it from CrashPlan as well. Well, the way it works is when you delete files, it syncs, right? So when you delete files, yes. it deletes them for you. However, unlike your tr unlike your trash, unlike unlike your trash plan, yeah. <laughs> CrashPlan doesn't actually get rid of the deleted <laughs> uh, files. So I was able to go into yeah. the deleted file folder and find it and download it and send it to a client and make their day. You know, so yeah. it was kind of so cool. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch platforms because one of the things that I've read is that CrashPlan is slow. Mm -hmm. So if it's slow on top of my slow internet, then that's a little bit of a problem yeah. for me. So I'm going to research other platforms because there are other platforms out there. And then the next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to only back up JPEGs. Right. And I'm going to like export a completed wedding and into a separate folder and then I'll back that up. Mm -hmm. That's and, not a bad idea. I mean, so after every wedding, every session, every shoot I have, I download the photos, then I back it up to an external hard drive, and I also have Time Machine. So I have three copies of each um, photo, and then I update those with um, with the Lightroom edits and everything. So yeah, I think I'll just I, I have three backups, and then the internet backup I do will be. Um, will be like finalized stuff and then I'll just leave it there and that'll be that. Cool. Um, <laughs> so I, I will let you guys know if I find something better than crash. That'd be amazing. Yeah. You know, something is better than nothing. So even if, even if it's some free service that just, that is slow. Uh, well, I'm sure that there is not a free service. No, but, you know, <laughs> if there's a free service that is slow and it takes you forever to back up and then when you need it, you have to pay then or, However else, whatever their business model is, what, however else it works, um, I always say anything is better than nothing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I used to burn every single wedding to a DVD, uh, just JPEGs, yeah. and just throw it into an album. Now, since the three years ago or however long ago that my computer started coming without CD drives, even though I have external CD drives, CD burners, I just don't do that anymore because now I have an alternative. But those weddings that I burned on, uh, onto a DVD um, about three years ago or however long it was uh, since the DVDs, DVD burners and drives disappeared from computers, I did go back and actually 
re-downloaded the JPEGs and put them into onto an external drive and sync, synced it with CrashPlan. Mm-hmm. because even DVDs Smart. degrade. And then I threw out the DVDs. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to hold yeah. on to these. You know, I recycled them. I broke them Which, all first. By the way, make sure that you're putting in your contracts how long you guarantee a backup of your photos for. I guarantee it for a year, uh, but I tell clients that we keep it forever. So I said, you know what, if... And and be upfront with them. I, I mean, I tell... I, the reason I guarantee it for a year, the reason I tell them that we're, we're only... Uh, contractually obligated and are going to hang on to your photos for a year, even though we archive them, I don't guarantee anything later is be- is to kind of give them an incentive to get stuff ordered and, uh, and figured out within 12 months of their wedding. You know, like <clears throat> I don't want somebody coming to me two years from now and saying, uh, can we do an album? Yeah. So, yeah. and that's another thing with, you know, shoot proof pixie set or whatever, um, proofing software you're using, you can set an expiry date on those things and then put it in your contract saying you need to get your stuff ordered before this date or your photos are gone kind of thing. Yeah. Or you have to pay more to keep them online kind of thing. So really in reality, my, my favorite things would be like Tave and, uh, shoot proof. And that's about it. I mean, the other things are just things that I feel that I can't live without. You know, so they're mm-hmm. not necessarily tools I love. It's more, more or less <clears throat> tools I need in order to love my life. Because without them, I'd just be stressed out all the time. Yeah, for um, sure. So one thing I did want to ask you is about um, social media management. Uh, are you using Buffer or Hootsuite? Um, I have used Hootsuite. I'm now exclusively using Buffer and then Planoly. Um, I do not pay for Buffer. I don't get enough traction with social media to justify having like more than the number of accounts that you get with the free account. Mm-hmm. So I have the important stuff in there. I have Facebook, Google, like my Google page. Uh, my Twitter account, and I feel like that's it. I might start doing Pinterest, like scheduled Pinterest posts. Okay. And then I have Planoly for uh, Instagram. Okay. And both of those things, so Buffer and Planoly, like, like I said, I'm trying to automate stuff, schedule stuff as much as possible, so you shouldn't... Ooh. You shouldn't be logging into Facebook every day and manually making posts to Facebook. Like schedule a half hour to every week to plan out your Instagram and Facebook posts for the next week and then pump them out, schedule them, and then be done with it. (laughs) I feel like we should need a whole episode on sort of the approach to social media life uh, for a photographer. Okay. You know what I mean? I find there's a lot of people who... Uh, they basically follow somebody like, um, let's say Jasmine star. Is that, is that her name? Yeah. Uh, and she seems to always be posting stuff and always be on. And she even does like Wednesday live stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure. Don't, don't tell me that I'm wrong because, um, I see a feed once in a while in Facebook, but somebody like her. Uh, that's what she does. She schedules all the posts. Yep. She doesn't sit there and go, well, oh, I and think I'm going to post something. I bet you that she's not scheduling them. I bet you that someone else is scheduling it for her as well. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's what, when you see an account being very consistent with their social media, they are probably scheduling stuff. Um, because <laughs> I don't know, that's how you get consistent with it without losing your flipping mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think maybe that'll be our next episode. How to yeah. social media for small businesses. I think, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I like the title. How to social media. Um, yeah, I like the title. So, um, um, yeah. So my client's going to show up in like shortly. Um, were there any more tools that you wanted to mention? We should leave this recording while you meet with your clients. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then post it as episode 56, Sophia's <laughs> client meeting. Well, it'll be um, short. She's picking up a book on her lunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. Um, no, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I like I like that we um, revisited Wave and uh, uh, a couple of other tools. Uh, so, what I'm going to suggest is if you're listening to this episode, and some questions come up about what certain software is, what certain tools are, why we use them, how to use them, the advantages, whatever, anything that um, is on your mind. Hop on over to the Double Exposure Show uh, face group and, uh, <laughs> yep. and and ask these questions, right? And uh, link in there to your page if it's something specific to your business or your website, or if you have a specific questions about integration or anything, mm-hmm. ask. The worst thing that can happen is we won't answer it properly. Um, <laughs> no, that's not the worst thing. I guess the worst thing is we won't answer, but... Uh, we will answer. That's the beauty part is um, we're, we're going to engage you and give you our take and our perspective on it. And if there's anybody else who's using these tools, they can give you their perspective on it. And that's that's kind of the beauty part of our community. Um, well, and I want to hear about new tools. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was going with this. And I'm always in sort of, sort of search uh, on the lookout for uh, new and exciting tools new and exciting websites um yeah like petro just told me about Freightcom, um mm-hmm. which i'm going to be using to do my shipping now because shipping is flipping expensive mm-hmm. and also um doing it online means i can do it in my pajamas exactly and that's that's actually uh, i i was i was getting so frustrated when you're like i can just drop it off i'm like but why would you want to drop it off well so i said i can drop it off or i can leave it at the door and where i live either one is just as convenient depending on what i'm doing that day so if i'm going to be in town i'm going to be driving past ups because there you go it's a small town i guess for me uh because i use purelator so much it's actually on the other side of london um so London is a pretty big city. It's at least 25, 30 kilometers from east to west side. Uh, And and I'm actually about 10 kilometers west of of London. So for me to go to Purelater, that's like a four kilometer drive. Uh, I actually have to go to the 402, then go on the 401, and then... Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah. I am... Yeah. No, there's two ways that I go home. And come into town. And driving by people, yeah. But you yeah. know what? And I, I can take one. Be. I can take one going one direction, the other going the other direction. So it's it's convenient so for me. I just wanted to say about uh, about efficiency. I could not be bothered 
to to even oh, pull sure. into a parking lot and, and get yeah. out of the car and walk into because I can drop my stuff off at Staples. So even if I'm driving by Staples to pull in, to come out, get out of the car, go to the counter, put it down, get back in the car, like those two, three minutes extra, I would rather not even worry about. And especially because sometimes when I've tried to do that, I forgot to do that and the package didn't go out until the next day, you know? Well, that's fair. So now that I'm kind of like, all right, if I schedule a shipment, I'm just going to leave it at my door. Um, yep. And well, to- and either way with what you're saying, yeah. like this is still going to save me more time because I just type it into my computer exactly. and I hit print and it prints the label. I stick it on the box. And then that is so much faster yep. than like stopping at the post office. And I should send and how you much the- insurance do you want on it? Ugh. You know what I, with, <laughs> with, uh, with these guys, I rarely put insurance on. Yeah. I think, well, there's always included insurance I and I never need more than the included insurance. Yeah. So um, I will have to send you some clear uh, label opes so you can uh, stick them to the box and put the thing oh. inside. Well, see, I got an email from Freightcom and they called me because they wanted to discuss using their system and I don't want to be on the phone. So I sent them an email back saying, OK, can I print onto sticky labels? Because I have sticky labels so I can print um, the labels onto the stickers and just stick put the stickers yep. on the box. Apparently, that's yep. what they're telling me. Absolutely. I have one more tool. Yeah. MailChimp, which is what I use for my email marketing. Um, And the reason I bring this up is because this is what I use for my picture perfect guide. So people, this is how I get people to subscribe to my mailing list. People download a copy of the picture perfect guide by giving me their email address. And then they are in my MailChimp and I can email them marketing material. Um, And I have like automated emails in there for my picture perfect guide. So I have scheduled out um, a drip series of emails, which sends them additional content and sort of introduces myself to them and then gives them opportunity to contact me back. Um, But yeah, so also if you haven't downloaded your copy of the picture perfect guide yet, um, you can can get that at pictureperfect.guide. I'm done. Show notes for this episode are on doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 55. And of course, our ever so pleasant face group, the Double Exposure Show group. On uh, we're going to have to change the name. <laughs> I'm going to change it to the Double Exposure Show face group. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And um, Benjamin Edward, thank you so much for all of the beautiful artwork and our... Uh, identity, our online identity. Um, ben Sound, amazing music. Uh, Zencaster, thanks for the tools to help us record this podcast. Yeah. You were saved for last because you're the best. <laughs> also one of our favorite. And um, yeah, until next week, everyone. Okay, bye.